0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hi, everybody. I'm Cassidy, one of your Indianapolis Colts cheerleaders, and you're watching the Believe in Colts podcast.
1: Welcome back to Believe in Colts. I'm Lawrence Owen. With me, as usual, is my guy, Donald Thomas, and we got a lot to talk about over the past uh, couple days, football games. Now, obviously, we're going to keep the Thanksgiving games out of the way. Uh, due to the fact that, you know, we already talked about him in our preview for this upcoming week. But Donald, how was your weekend, man?
0: My weekend was great. Um, not thrilled with it cooling off. Yeah, I had this hood on my head. I'm like a cold-blooded animal um, when, when I'm in the house. So uh, it's all good, man. I had a good weekend. a lot of good games and a lot of good college games too. So it was a, it was a football-filled weekend amongst running behind kids and basketball games and all that
1: well absolutely and uh you'll you'll be seeing me with this heavy flannel on quite a bit as well because i'm not i'm not really fond of the cold either uh Uh, and we live in indiana so come on i mean (laughs) Man. man oh my goodness so uh, before we get into it, I just got to remind everybody that BetOnline is your number one source for all your betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, NFL, NBA, and more. BetOnline continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember, use promo code Believe. That's BLEAV to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit online where the game starts so i'm gonna go ahead and let you open up with the first game that you'd like to talk about that uh sticks out big in your mind that's happened over the last two days man
0: yeah um i wanted to to i wanted to kind of touch on this uh broncos browns game to some people it's not a big deal to others it is but uh Denver is turning into um, Denver's turning into a scary team to face. I mean, they've won what one, two, three, four, four, five games in a row. Uh, they're getting hot at the right time. Uh, everyone had Russ Russ uh, written off, and uh, to be quite frankly, cu- quite honest with you, that. 70 points that Miami put it on up on them is a thing of the past. Mm-hmm. They they're fixing things um in Denver. Uh, I think they have the right coach for it. I think they have the the right um quarterback for it. Um you know, Russell's not taking a ton of chances. He's managing a football game nicely. Um he's doing, you know, doing it with his with, with his arm as well as you know, he's doing it with his. He's doing it with his with his legs still. He can still run the football, Um, and so, you know, Cleveland is a team that it's over for. I'm just going to be quite frankly, quite frankly honest with you. They're seven and four. They're going to quickly slide out of this wild card contention, and you're going to have Denver move into the wild card contention just because of how this thing's playing out. And I get it. You know, quarterback situation, all the above. There's uh, you know the run game isn't isn't How they? I I think they plan for it to be, but Denver's defense is looking good, man. Denver's defense is looking good. They're holding guys. You know, they're holding teams that have been scoring. You know, they're 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 right there. They're 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 right there. They're not letting. You know, they're not giving up seventy points. I know that much. (laughs) That's for a fact. But you know, um, it's just interesting to see how the doubt. That's it's 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 not so much the game where it was Denver versus. Cleveland, it's the fact that Denver is just coming in and everyone wrote them off from the way they started the season. to now they're six and five. They were one and five. Like that is a humongous turnaround and they have a humongous momentum train attached to them. And I feel bad for these next teams are going to be facing Denver down the line. When you look at it, Texans have their hands full this week, right? Chargers have their hands full. That's very winnable game. Uh, lions that'll be a great test for the broncos right patriots this is going to be a joke um chargers again i think they beat the Chargers again and then they finish off with the raiders i think they beat the raiders so if you look at it from a standpoint they might finish the the, the season 11 wins 12 wins maybe that might be like the biggest turnaround ever if, if i'm not mistaken right like to get to be 11 10 11 12 team win uh season so uh, when you look at it from a standpoint of that, just very, very interesting game just to see the way that the Broncos are coming back and 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 playing well this season and just kind of just forgetting about the past and moving on and being professionals.
1: On the flip side, I want to talk about the Cleveland Browns, seven and four. Uh, we talked about them possibly being one of the top teams in the NFL ob- or earlier in the season. Obviously, you know, the loss of their starting quarterback for the season kind of hurt. But you know what? P.J. Walker was winning games in his absence. But when you have four fumbles in a game, when you have, when your team has four fumbles and lose three of them, that kind of sloppy play isn't going to win any game, let alone a surging Broncos team with, as you said, Russell Wilson. They have to find a way if they want to get back on track. They have to find a way to play clean football and allow their defense to win games for them because, you know, just handing the football over to opposing teams and letting them score on short fields is just not a way to win any game in this league. It doesn't matter in this league, any league, whether it's peewee football all the way to the NFL. You know, you can't have four fumbles and lose three of them and expect to win that game unless your defense comes away with like four or five turnovers themselves, right? Yeah. So <laughs> uh and and that didn't happen. Uh they, they 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 did force a fumble and I think they got it uh no, I don't even think they got an interception. I don't think there was an interception thrown this entire game. Uh but yeah, that's that's my thoughts about the Browns. They they gotta start playing clean or they're gonna completely miss the playoffs in my opinion, yep. even, even, even sitting at seven and four, Uh, the game I want to discuss starting out overtime game guys, overtime game. I can't believe it even went to overtime Buffalo literally started this game off. Right. And they were up 17 to seven at halftime. It should have been way more than that. Right. Buffalo, Ten penalties in the first half. Ten. Another team that, you know, just sloppy play, shooting themselves in the foot. You can't give away ten penalties and expect to be able to move the football score, but they did. They did. Now, the, the Philadelphia defense, this is a defense that can adjust mid-game and figure out what they were doing wrong and seal a lot of that stuff up. Right. And they did that in the second half. Now, of course, questionable things happen with the refs. We've talked about this many times. And again, this game has one of those highlight plays where you're like, what? You know, uh, there was a play where um, uh, Josh Allen was brought down for a, a sack and they called it intentional grounding, even though he was brought down with a hand here. And a hand on the backside, right? And everybody's screaming horse collar, horse collar, you know. But they were like, "No, uh, it was it was intentional grounding as he threw it to the ground." And so that was a lot of, of question marks on there. I don't know. I'm. Not, they they said that you know the force of the from the front end where they had a hold of the jerseys what brought him down, not you know the hand on the horse collar. But I didn't think you were even allowed to have a hand on the horse
0: collar. You know. Yeah. That. Well, so you you can have it up there, but you if you pull it off, they'll they'll sometimes let you get away with it, because um, like things happen. But it was like,
1: there the whole time.
0: I know, I know, I know. I'm just playing devil's advocate here. I really feel like this year, you know, they always pump rules that they're going to like put, like really push on for the year and make it a you know have an initiative to call this these calls more. And I've never seen more intentional grounding calls in the 38 years that I've been on the God's green earth than this season. I, I would like to see the stat on that, but I feel like every game, no matter what game I'm seeing, like there's intentional grounding. There's intentional grounding, intentional grounding. It's been called so many times this year. It's incredible. So yeah, you know, it, that that call could have gone either way. And I always say you have to take the game out of the ref's hands mm-hmm. um, and not put it in their, in their hands and, and, and have them, you know, decide your fate. So, but yeah, I mean, listen, here's the thing. Phillies 10 and 1. But I still feel like if Buffalo can just put it all together, they still are a very, 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 very dangerous team. When it comes down to it, they are a team that you can't take lightly. Um, this is the best six and six team that I've ever seen. When you look at it from a standpoint of you look at six of their losses. They way to start the season off, they could easily be seven and five. You look at a couple other games, they could easily be nine and like four right now. Or nine and th- whatever it is. Nine and nine and whatever. Nine wins. Yeah. Nine wins. So um, this is this is a team that shoots themselves in the foot. I think that um, you know, I hate to say it, I really hate to say it, but um they gotta clean some things up in locker room culturally if they want to take that next step. Uh, love Stefan Diggs as a player talent wise, not as necessarily um, an individual that creates the team atmosphere. It's more of a cancerous um, kind of attitude and it's, it's, it's affecting the whole team where I feel like there's egos and all that kind of get in the way of the team and having them be a good team. So, they're still a dangerous team, though. I think this is a great game, a great matchup. I love to see the fact that it came down to an overtime game, gave fans something to watch and and, and bite nails on, and 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 really be engaged in it. Um, but yeah, this is a this is a good team, man. But Philly, Philly is a is a is, in my opinion, ten and one, great. They need to lose like two more games if they want to win the Super Bowl.
1: I mean, look. I'm going to give you two things, two major stats in my opinion that if I told you that Buffalo had a 60% third down efficiency and Philly only had a 36 and time of possession, Philly had 27 minutes and Buffalo had 40, you would automatically think Buffalo won this game hands Mm -hmm. down. But Philly only had four penalties on the game. That's the deal. That's why Philadelphia wins these tight games week in and week out. We've been talking about it all year. Philadelphia finds a way to win ugly games, and they do that by not shooting themselves in the foot with penalties and turnovers. Right, whereas Buffalo, they are on the opposite end of that spectrum. They have lost in the close games because they shoot themselves in the foot. Whether you know it's a turnover in a situation or bad penalties or look again referee calls but you said it you know don't put yourself in that situation
0: <laughs> Yeah, and, and 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 here's the thing right and this is why i'd say and i said this before in, in weeks prior like you don't want to have one loss on the season two losses on the season like i remember when i when i was in new england we lost to, to, to pittsburgh and i was all upset on the bus i probably said this before but brian waters you know future hall of fame guard He's like, what's wrong with you? I'm like, man, we lost. He's like, listen, man, we need our asses kicked a few times. He's like, good teams have three losses, two to three losses on the season. sometimes even four, because now you learn how to lose. But in... For the
1: ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call,
0: clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Hindsight for Philly. Philly's finding ways to not lose those games. Like they're squeaking them out. Where games where they should have. Like man, that's gonna like help. Like like how I just talked about Denver. Denver got their ass kicked. And they learn from it. And I, they're dangerous to play right now because they got momentum and they got everything on their side. So, like, Philly can't have what – what I'm getting at is Philly cannot have these kind of games that where they're close against San Fran, against Dallas. You know what I'm saying? The upper echelon teams, as much as it pains me to say Dallas, but the upper echelon teams of the NFC to get to – Super, you cannot have those kind of games. Right. You can't be low percentage on third down completions. You can't be, you know what I'm saying? Um, um, I'm not running the football well, or you can't be a team that has to always come back to win a football. You can't do it against those other teams. You can't do it. So it's interesting to see that, yeah, Philly's the top dog right now in the league, period. Hands down, you can't dispute it record wise, whatever. But we've seen who went 10 0 last year? Arizona. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not saying it's going to be that bad right I'm not saying that but I'm just saying like you got to lose just a couple games to you know face adversity um, to become a a Super Bowl champion and all that and make runs and and know how to you know lose and win and all that so um, you know great game down to the wire love it Philly you know squeaked another one out you know and at the end of the day it's all about L's and W's yep yep all right What's your next game that you want to discuss? Oh, yes. I think I want to talk about the uh Ravens and Chargers. I want to talk about the Ravens and Chargers. Another game, another team that is on top of the AFC, quietly, in my opinion, is the Baltimore Ravens. Um, and why I say quietly is just because. They haven't been a team from the week one on that's just been like you're just like, Baltimore's gonna win a Super Bowl. I don't think anyone I haven't heard anybody say that, but Baltimore is really in this thing to be an AFC champion. Like they're it's gonna come down to them and the Kansas City Chiefs. It's just that simple. Um, I think everyone else is just kind of um, you know, just kind of playing their season. And these are the two teams that you have to revere, but you know, Baltimore, when you look at Baltimore, it's never going to be, in my opinion, like it's just like clear cut, like there's blowing them out. I think they just do enough to win. And you know, the key thing is they have Lamar Jackson and because Lamar can, he, Lamar what makes him so dangerous is Lamar doesn't have to throw for over 200 yards a game. Cause he's still going to get you close to 300 yards of offense by himself. Like he can throw for a, a buck 80, but he's going to have 120 yards rushing. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, it's it's incredible to see how he's able to uh, manage fo- football games right now. Um, yeah, the injury to um, their tight end hurts them, but they had another guy in there that looked just like him. He might have been bigger, blocking form and just, you know, fortifies their run game. Um, when you look at like rushing, they almost had 200 yards rushing on the day. you know and that was without lamar only had 39 yards rushing in the game you know and he only threw for 177 yards like it's it it, but when you look at everyone else it's very 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 like there's a lot of guys in the stat sheet there's a lot of guys that have receptions a lot of guys that had uh rushing yards like four guys with five
1: or more rushes in this
0: game crazy like (laughs) A lot of people are touching the football and that's what's making their offense that much potent, that, that much more, that much more potent to be able to, you know, you try to take this away. Well, we got guys that can still make plays and you don't see that on a lot of football teams and you have the most prolific quarterback in the game. I'm not saying he's the best passer, but when I say prolific, I'm saying he can do it with his legs. he do it with his arm. He can do a lot of different things. He can, he can manage a football game. And most importantly, he's a leader out there. He's not scared he's built for these, these, these tough, you know, adverse um, uh, climates, adverse situations, what have you, you know, this is a team in my opinion that right now they're hitting on strides that they, that they really should be, you know, like some other teams should be hitting on, but Baltimore has that much of just a prolific offense. And then not to mention their defense is stout. So this is going to be a team where it's going to come down. I think, I think AFC championship, uh, game is going to be Baltimore and Kansas City if the stars align right, and so this is who's won Super Bowl. And the fact that they have three losses on their season makes me feel better than um than Philly being ten and one. This team right here knows how to win, and they definitely have you know lost a couple games where they learned from them as well.
1: Look, I'm going to talk about the Chargers right now. They, they, they are probably the most shocking team in the league right now. Nobody expected them to be four and seven. When the season started, I, I at least I don't think anybody did. No, uh, there, there might have been some people that figured they'd be around 500 or a little over 500. Yeah, you know, obviously, some people, you know, the homers, you know, thought they'd be maybe 10 and one or something. Uh, but look, as a nutshell, you have to protect the football. Mm-hmm. And when you're big three, and the Chargers' big three is Justin Herbert, Austin Eckler, Keenan Allen. Mm -hmm. When all three of those guys lose fumbles, you're not winning a football game. All three of them, their entire big three, lost fumbles in this game. You have to be able to protect the football. I just discussed this on the last game, you know, that we had talked about. Turnovers will lose you or win you games. That is the most important thing on the field is that rock, and you need to keep it in your possession right so if you can't do that it doesn't matter if you're playing the ravens or freaking the cardinals it doesn't matter who you're playing oh. you're going to lose a game if you turn the football over a bunch right so that's that's yeah. that's just my my quick my quick thoughts on that game right there uh last game i want to discuss uh before we get out of here last night last night who would have thought hmm That 20, now I, I didn't think that there would be many points scored in this game, but 22 total, 22 total, 12 to 10 bears beat the Vikings. What, what? I'll tell you what, I think uh, after watching that game, the Josh Dobbs phenomenon might be over. I mean, he did not look good. There was a lot of turnovers in this game, a lot of bad plays. And I will say that the moves that the Bears have done midseason to get, you know, their defensive line squared away the way Matt Eberflus wanted it Mm -hmm. has really turned a corner and has produced this year so far. And they are getting pressure on guys. They're making them throw bad plays, uh, forcing. And, and Jalen Jones, oh my goodness, two guys on this defense, in my opinion, that are absolutely standing out: Jalen Jones and Montez Sweat. Those two yeah. guys, the last two games, have played absolutely outstanding football.
0: Yeah, that that, and, that and, Montez Sweat move was 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 a was a uh, <laughs> chest move. By Ryan poles. I mean, um, I mean Ryan sees it from a, a standpoint of I just gotta get the right guys and the right thing. And I have they got draft, they have they have draft uh picks, they can do a lot of different things. They they can uh, I mean they're gonna be a scary team if they put it together the right way. But at the end of the day, they're still the Chicago Bears. So we have to, you know, take it with a grain of salt. Um uh, you know, great win by Justin Fields. I feel bad for Justin. Justin's got geez, he's had the short end of the stick for you know his whole career so far in the NFL, and it's it's it, it, it. He stuck with it last night. He didn't throw you know he didn't throw an interception. He didn't throw a touchdown either. But when it counted, he answered the bell, and so he got back out there. He had a, a you know a a winning drive, you know to to, to get them in a field goal range. Um, he managed the game. You know, it was it was just it was a well fought, sp- spirited game by all of them. You know, I don't like to see that he leads he led the team in rushing, um, but hey, they won a game. It was twelve to ten. I mean, you know, you know it is what it is. Josh Dobbs, I hate to say it, you, Lawrence, you're you you, you're probably spot on because I was I'm rooting for the. Guy. I'm always rooting, rooting for the underdog, um, and in this situation. You know, for Josh Dobbs, I love to see that he, you know, went from one team to another and had success as soon as he got there. Um, it's not over for him. You know, they didn't look great last night. He definitely missed on a lot on a, on a few throws. I mean, it, they clearly should have won that game where, you know, that one where there was not a, a, a DB in sight. He just overthrew um, the receiver um, was, you know, it's like, dang, man, you can't make those mistakes. You got to hit them. Um, you know, so things of that nature. He's young too, man. He's young. He's still learning. He's still getting seasoned in this thing. Um, and you know, honest to God, truth, like when you have to look at it from a standpoint of this man went from Arizona to Minnesota, and you're asking him to be the starting quarterback and learn a whole new offense in a matter of a week, you know, and now it's been a few weeks where he has to make these decisions. It's not easy. He's still learning his team, he's still learning the system he's still getting comfortable with the city he's still getting comfortable with with his surround just everything right and so like it's a lot to ask um for a guy so at the end of the day you know i hope that josh Dobbs, you know is able to bounce back from this and and, but great win for chicago
1: absolutely and i wasn't telling him to shut up just because uh he he, he's on a hard out and we are coming up to that moment no no no, he's like no what is in
0: here the truth is Lawrence is trying to get rid of me, so he's calling me <laughs> a release, the, the relief pitcher. Bring him in. I need the big left. Oh, man, I'm in, looking you
1: know? out for my guy, man. Uh, I think that's gonna do it for this game. Just or th- this episode. Real quick on the Chicago Bears. Great pickup. They've been getting great pickups. We talked about two defensive guys. DJ Moore was an absolute steal um from the Panthers. So just they're they're doing stuff. I'm Lawrence <laughs> Owen. This is Donald Thomas. This was Believe in Culture brought to you by BetOnline. And as usual, have a good one.
0: Peace. Do you believe?
1: For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus.